Um, Honorable Senyonyi, the NRM looks intent on turning Buganda yellow. What is NUP doing to consolidate your win? And, and look, it's not about NUP. Um, because you see, to reduce it to, okay, so what are we doing to consolidate? NUP has not been around for, we've not even made five years, you know. But, but because these people decided that service delivery is not their priority. They would rather spend billions of money buying these police trucks that I saw and all of that. That's their focus. Not buying medicine for hospitals. And that's why Honorable Dombo will clap for me and say thank you for buying medicine for Naguru Hospital. Can you imagine? Government is celebrating that. Something that they should be doing. You saw during COVID, they called on MPs and said, please help us with your ambulances. Government, a government that has been around for what, nearly 40 years, cannot buy ambulances that they have to now beg MPs, please give us your ambulances so that we can use them during COVID. The other day, I saw Honorable Nabanja uh, flagging off ambulances, tricycle ambulances. That was an initiative of Rotary, as I did see. And kudos to them, you know, because that's what they're able to do. And so they bought a fleet. There were several of them, tricycles to help, you know, take mothers to deliver in hospital and all of that. The Prime Minister of Uganda is coming to launch that. They have failed to do that as government. And it cannot be an excuse for money. Just look at how much is spent on classified expenditure. Trillions of shillings. Which you and I, it's not our business to know how, how that money is spent. We are not at war. Even where we are at war, in Congo, for example, there's a separate vote for that. I'm sure you know that. So you, they cannot say these trillions that are used for classified, it is for this war or that kind of thing. No, because even for the wars, there's a separate budget. Where we are in Somalia, there's a separate budget taking care of that, you know, most of which is not even coming from us. And no wonder you saw me some seven the other day saying, ah, leave my soldiers alone. Why do you want to inquire into their wealth? Maybe it's coming from this classified and elsewhere. So you see where their priorities are. And then when we say these things, Honorable Dombo is saying, we keep lying to the population. But you see, Ugandans are the ones going to hospital and they are giving birth on the floor. Honorable. I don't have to say it. They are taking their children to these UPE schools that are in a shambolic state. I don't have to say it. Kampala is up for, for grabs and NRM is eyeing it seriously. And I'm saying it's not just Kampala. It is the whole of Uganda where they keep struggling. Where they win, it has to be by force. Because the situation that you see in Kampala, and Kampala might even be a little bit better off. It is worse elsewhere. You have, people have been sharing on your social media platforms. Schools deep in upcountry places where you find the whole room is flooded. Children are seated on Matafali somewhere and they are doing work. When I sit in the media, we did a story about a school somewhere in uh, Busoga, I think it was. Children were studying under a tree and they would write down on the ground with a stick or their finger. And then the teacher comes and marks down there. And, and the Honorable Dombo is here saying, ah, Rome was not built in one day. You people have been around for what? We are coming to 40 years. You see, even the, 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 the things that get to happen, they want to take credit for it, you know? Now you see he's saying, ah, because of NRM, Joel Senyon is a member of parliament. He can buy drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Very soon they are going to say, because of NRM, uh, Mr. King Carissa has built this place. Absolutely, yes. You know, maybe if they gave him some money which I don't think that is true. I don't know anyhow. But you see, for every development they will see in Kampala, you see this is the NRM. Somebody has gone to the bank, borrowed money, 
and they have put up their enterprise like NBS, Next Media Services, or apartments and so on. And those people, by the way, are crumbling on those loans because they are struggling with government. They are all borrowing from, you know, locally here. So because government is running after that money, it has become very expensive for business people to borrow. And so businesses are crumbling. But when he sees, like you see this image here, see the skyline of Kampala. Those are private businesses. People have borrowed money to build those structures. But he will say, ah, the NRM has worked. I, I just cannot believe okay. these people. There are strategic interventions that the NRM is cooking. Like which one? Well, they have held a series of retreats. Let me tell you about one of them, mm. which we have just been talking about, the parish development model. As sure as day follows night, it's not going to work. Because also, you see, it is not a good thing to shoot first and aim later. That's what they do. They jump onto a program, then after it fails, they jump onto another. First stop, evaluate. Why did youth livelihood? The other day we had KCCA people in uh, the committee chair, Kosase. Nearly 70% of the money that was meant to be returned was not returned. Why? Because you're throwing money at these young people to go and start businesses. So you're giving <laughs> a young person, let's say, around 500,000 shillings. Okay, let's say a group of them. Like 25, you're giving them, let's say, 5 million shillings to go and start a business. They're going to go and address their immediate need. Rent, some of them have young children in school, they'll take care of that and so on. You've not even trained them as, as far as business is concerned. And somehow you expect this to work. Well, Several years later, you have abandoned the program because it just could not work. And that's the story of all the others. We had uh, well, similar, similar dismissive tones back then. Mm. When NRM used to lose Acholi, places like Kasese, Rukunjiri, which were hitherto opposition strongholds. Today, they belong to the NRM. Don't you think the same tide could sweep across Kampala? You know, like I said, Simon, even where they say they have gained ground or they are firmly in control, how is it happening? It's important that we interrogate that. We were just in Teso the other day for by-election. <laughs> and uh, it's amazing the things that happen, you know. Cars will have concealed registration plates. They're moving around with predicted ballots. Um, you'll find agents of opposition candidates arrested in the night. And you see, as it were in Hoima, they picked up all our agents saying, we are investigating, uh, you people have committed crimes or are about to commit crimes. The following day, because now it became a struggle even for, you know, the votes of the opposition candidates to be guarded. After the election had happened and they had declared, you know, whom they wanted to declare, they then released all these people saying, yeah, after our investigations we find, um, there's no problem, there's no crime you're about to commit, now you can go back home. So you need to understand how the elections do happen there. But you see, for me, if I were Honorable Dombo and the others in the NRM, which I am not, maybe they should be more concerned about, besides just winning, as you, whichever way they want to win, mm. leave a mark, try and ameliorate the lives of those people. Fix healthcare, fix education, you know. In fact, once you do these things, you don't even have to be concerned about the ballot. You don't have to beat people to vote for you. Put medicine in hospitals for them. Fix the UPE schools for them. You don't, you, then you will not need to beat them up, arrest them to vote for you. No, they will do it willingly because they are seeing service delivery. But now they have to buy police trucks and all of these different things expensively. Why? Because they know they have to use force. And what? yet, I, I would think it should be easy. 
you know, Honorable Domo knows these things. I don't know why he doesn't advise these people. Fix service delivery. You're not going to have to struggle with people to vote for you. You won't fight with them. You won't tear gas them or beat them up. Fix the issues that are of concern to them. Honorable Dombo has, for example, said Uganda does not have enough money. That's actually a lie. That's a hoax. So Ugandans made a steady. Don't, don't be hoodwinked, you know, by these NRM politicians who will tell you we don't have enough money. We might not be a rich country, but you see, we have adequate money to fix so many things in this country. Just look at how much money is stolen every year. I chair Kosasi, and my goodness, there's no single entity we have discovered where there's no road. Procurement issues, people just gazamp money. Now even top, 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 top officials in government are stealing mabati of poor people, of all things. And then you tell us that we don't have enough money. Let, let, let's, let's be serious. You see, as a father, it would make sense if you told your children, okay, today we are going to eat this meal that you don't like because there's not enough money. And they see you act as such. But every day maybe you're changing a new car and that kind of thing. Your priorities are the wrong side up. So you buy splash cars, but then you're taking your children to a lousy school. They are feeding badly, and then you want them to understand that you don't have enough money. It does not make sense. So we, we need to fix our priorities, for heaven's sake. You know, um, Honorable Dombo again said, Parliament appropriates money. Mm. That's actually true. But whose budget is that budget? It's not even for Matia Kasaija, Honorable. No. It is Mr. Museveni's budget. She will delegate the Honorable Matia Kasaija. And many times they will have their way. Even when we scream our voices hoarse. And that's why we decided, okay, so you'll have your budget because we don't have the numbers. We shall have an alternative budget. And on Friday, the day after tomorrow, we're going to unveil our alternative budget. What we think is important to be focused on. What we think is the priority. It might not take the day. But it's good that it be on record, that Uganda and see, okay, maybe this is what should have. That we should have listened that money on classified and put it elsewhere, on education, for example. And increase that capitation grant, 14,000 shillings per year for each people. And then you expect them to, to come out and compete with the rest of the world. Sometimes we joke too much, you know. So we, we are saying, let's read alternatives. Even when we have them, you know, whenever there's a ministerial policy statement by their minister, we have our minister as well on our side present an alternative each time. Honorable mm. Senyuni, 2026 seems to be shaping up. Are you awake to this? Sometimes some of you people get very excited about 2026. But you see, Ugandans are suffering now. Not in 2026. They're not waiting to suffer then. They're saying we want issues fixed now. We want our plight addressed now. So you cannot tell them, wait for 2026. So that you can what? Beat them up, tear gas them, arrest them. As we saw, you saw what the election was like. It was like a military operation. People were beaten, people were killed. NRM is putting its house in order ahead of 2026. Let me give... Which means they are running ahead of you. Let me give advice to the NRM for free. The only way they can put their house in order is not by having more RDCs and assistant RDCs and having all this entire structure, ESO, ESO, and all of that paid by taxpayer money to do NRM work. The way you fix your house, fix the issues that concern Ugandans. I've talked about that. The issues that are close to the hearts of Ugandans. Deal with the economy. Deal with the healthcare. Deal with education. Th th this should be simple campaign tools, in my view. 
you know that, that's how you put your house in order you can't be around for 40 years and you're happy about what you see and and you see sometimes they will say but we have made some progress you see simon if you set off today where's your village ginger calorie after coming how many hours is it from here on average 20 Good minutes time. 20 minutes mm. yours is not a typical village okay let's imagine you're going to massacre for whatever for anything on average maybe three hours you see, their situation is this. You have moved from here at Next Media Services. You are at Busega five hours later. You have moved. Ten hours later, you are in Chengira. There is some progress. But you see, you should have been in Masaka with this they talk about. These people get excited by buildings, structures in town, shopping malls and so on. And then they say Uganda has developed. Really? It's a wonder. Mr. Museveni told the IGGR, leave my thieves alone, Pauls all these plazas, as if those are national assets. That building belongs to an individual called Simon Kagwanjala or whoever it is. And then you're saying, I leave, leave my thieves alone. Because somehow, I guess, when he sees all Ca these can you afford to, can you afford this development. Okay, Honorable Senyonyi, can you afford to just sit and watch how NRM is playing its game ahead of 2026? Because my interest is, mm. what is the opposition doing? You see, if it is politics, yes, we have our work cut out and we are doing our work. Yeah, uh, we are doing what we ought to. But you see, even if we were not around, even if NUP was not present, because we have not even made five years on this scene. Yeah, but you are the leading opposition. My point is, regardless who is around, even if it is not NUP present, even if it is not FDC, somehow Ugandans will rise up to oppose and say no. Why? Because when they go to hospital, Healthcare is in a shambolic state. When they take their children to UPE schools, they're in a sorry state. The economy is biting hard. You don't need NUP, you don't need FDC or any other political party on this other side to help Ugandans see that. They see that on a daily basis. So all the things they are doing, they'll inject money there, which I believe they get from classified expenditure. They'll pump it, people will eat it. But you see, for as long as you're not fixing the issues that have concerned to Ugandans, it's like a vicious cycle. A rat race of sorts.